welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I'm your host, Maria Benz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Um, Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have Corey Walker with me who is the president of the marketing specialist and is a social media strategist with over 20 years of experience in marketing. She has worked with numerous small businesses in the corporate marketing departments of CampusEngine.com, VSP, iFinity, Dignity Health, and UL. She's also the co-author of Instagram for Business for Dummies and Instagram for Dummies. So welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you and kind of learn more about your entrepreneurial journey. Hi, well, thank you for having me on. Yeah, I'm excited. So before we get into your entrepreneurial journey, I'm like really curious, how did you connect with the Four Dummies brand? How did all of that get started? Okay, so I have a good friend, Eric, um, Eric Buto, who is one of the co-authors. So there's three of us, there's Jen Herman, Eric Buto and me. Mm -hmm. And so um, Eric and I have known each other. He's local to me here in kind of the Sacramento area. And we've known each other for a long time. And he um, has written several other dummies books on different subject matter. Um, So he was kind of already established with Wiley, the publisher. And they approached him about doing the book. And, um, you know, he's really good about knowing the whole way to write for dummies. There's a specific, you know, voice and things that you have to follow. So he's really good about that, but he didn't have a deep knowledge of Instagram marketing. So he knew that I was already doing a lot on Instagram and he asked me if I'd like to help him write it, um, as kind of a Instagram expert to bounce Mm -hmm, things off mm -hmm. of. And, um, so I said, yeah, definitely. And then, um, I had mentioned I was to the publisher that I was going to social media marketing world like that next week. And mm-hmm. so I could probably get some quotes from some of the, you know, big marketers there. And they're like, Oh, why don't you get a third co-author? <laughs> so I knew Jen Herman a little bit. Like I, I talked to her before and, um, so I asked her and she said, yeah, I've been wanting to write this book. I've been, I've actually reached out to them before to see if oh, they wow. would have me author this book. Um, but they were like, no, we picked the authors. And um, so anyway, so she said, yeah, that would be great. And we got started. That's so awesome. I love that brand. Even like when I remember when I first got started in marketing, I graduated school, I got my first marketing job. And I remember I had like a few four dummies books and I literally carried it with me to my office. And like, anytime I didn't know anything, I'd be like looking. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're all really good resources and they break everything down and we take all our own screenshots. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm writing it and I'm literally taking the screenshot myself. And then they have another kind of independent person that goes through and checks all of that. So sometimes you know, like I might not have an update on my Instagram because they roll it out kind of in funky spurts. Mm -hmm. So sometimes one of the other authors or our editor will, you know, they'll go through it and they'll say, oh, you know, it's actually does this now. And so 
I'll have to, you know, figure out how to update it or get someone else to take a screenshot with the new update. So, um, you know, everything at the time of publication is very um, accurate and just the way that Instagram and all the social media platforms go, I mean, it gets outdated fairly quickly. (laughs) Um, So we are working on the revised version of the first book, the Instagram for Business um, for Dummy's book. So that one we're going to start writing pretty much in the next couple weeks. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's fun and it keeps me on my toes for Instagram. Cause I obviously yeah. you know, have to know the latest stuff. So, um, it's, it's good for me and my business because it, um, yeah, I always have to know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're always up to know. What about how long is that process from when you guys start writing to when they publish it? Well, the first one, probably took the longest because it was completely from scratch. So that one took, I would say about five months to write. And the way that that works is you, um, we did a table of contents Mm -hmm. and then we kind of split up the chapters that we either felt we had more um, experience on or just felt more passionate about writing about. So we split those up and then the publisher will give you certain dates that you have to, you know, you have to have like four chapters in by this date and you have to, oh, gotcha. and then all your bonuses are tied to that as well. So, <laughs> so you really, yeah, you really need to make those dates. And um, that's one thing I, I have some friends that are trying to write books, you know, on their own and it's a lot different when you're writing it, like if I would never have written this book on my own, cause I would never yeah. have made the deadlines. <laughs> but if you've got a publisher kind of, you know, saying, okay, it's got to be in by this or you don't make your money on it, then yeah, yeah. start writing. Would you ever consider writing your own book on your own? Oh gosh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thought has crossed my mind, but I don't know that I have the discipline to do yeah. it. So, but I will say having, having written a book, it does give you a lot of authority and a lot of, um, you know, doors to open like mm-hmm. this podcast. I mean, it definitely, a lot of people are more wanting to talk to you because you have this book to talk about. So yeah, it does yeah. open doors for you. Yeah, that makes sense for it to build so much authority, especially with such a brand like the Four Dummies brand. Everyone knows what it is. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What about with your own entrepreneurial journey? How did you get started into your business? Um, So I worked, um, so I have a marketing degree, a business degree with a concentration in marketing. So I, it's weird. I've kind of always known I wanted to go into some kind of advertising or marketing. Um, And so after I graduated, I worked um, in corporate marketing for a few different companies. Um, And I always, I always enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, I got kind of sick of some of the, you know, corporate stuff that, you know, you have to deal with. And after my first daughter was born, I just wanted a lot more flexibility. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to be able to, you know, be, be home more and not feel so ruled by the, you know, eight to five, eight to six kind of Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. lifestyle. Um, so I, um, yeah, I just wanted a little bit more flexibility. And so I started my own business. And so the marketing specialist has been in business since about 2005. So it's, it's it's been going a long time. And a lot of that is due to getting some bigger, um, corporate accounts, 
uh, that, that is really kind of my bread and butter. And, and there's, I'm always busy with those. And then Mm -hmm. some of the smaller business accounts, um, you know, they come and go as people's budgets change and their businesses Mm -hmm. change and things like that. But, um, but yeah, some of those bigger corporate accounts really, um, really help me out. Really help. Yeah. I have a similar story too. I like started, I went to school kind of for marketing or really for communications, went into a marketing job. Um, in the marketing job, I became marketing manager and I realized like, Oh, I can do this for other companies. It's like the same exact concept, but just the details are different. And then I had my son and that's when I really was like, I don't want to be working 24 seven because I was working like a eight to five schedule. And, you know, after you have a baby, it's like, oh my gosh, I never see him. So that was my kind of driving factor as well. Yeah. I mean, once, once you realize like the daycare lady is watching your kids first steps, it kind of changes your whole everything. So Mm -hmm. it's like, no, I need to, I need to figure something different out. So Mm -hmm. Mm yeah. Um, so as you know, my podcast is called the marketing mindset podcast, because I truly believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need two things, the right marketing strategy and the right mindset. So I wanted to ask you, what has been your main mindset struggle that you have had to overcome in kind of growing and scaling your business? Um, sometimes it is being afraid to take that next level step. Mm -hmm. So since I'm just like a one person shop, I don't have a lot of other people that I work with. I have other people that, you know, I can, I can call on, but I don't have a staff. I don't have a team. So sometimes I worry about taking on too much Mm -hmm. and then not being able to balance it all. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one thing. And then the other thing that has been on my mind a lot and I've seen popping up in more discussion groups is just that whole imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's like, I laugh, like, uh, you know, someone, one of my friends would be like, Oh, you're a celebrity now. And I'm like, <laughs> um, no, really like that, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And, you know, it's just, it's funny that, you know, I don't know, like I look at some people out there in marketing, I think, oh my God, they know everything. And, and people look to me and like, I know all these things, but then I just think, oh, I'm just some mom at home, you know, like doing my thing. (laughs) So I think, I think that's always been a hurdle for me too, is just feeling like, oh, I don't know as much as the experts know Mm -hmm. Um, and trying to get over that feeling and saying to myself, you know, you actually do know a few things. So yeah, Yeah. like you got chosen to author this book. You must know something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's the imposter syndrome. I think that's something I come across with so many people, Yeah, people who are just beginning and then people who have been in business and forever, because I feel like with in business, you kind of reach new levels. And every time you kind of, I feel like, you know, see something you didn't know before and then you, right. that imposter syndrome comes back. Um, oh, no, I think it's so hard, like, especially in marketing and social media, things are changing all the time. So yeah. I, I kind of think like, well, no one's an expert for more than a month because all could change. Especially with and Instagram. You to, <laughs> yeah. You have to relearn all these things all the time. So if you just sit back and do nothing, then your expertise kind of goes out the window. So yeah, it's like everyone has the opportunity to be an expert every month because mm-hmm. it's always going to change. So I know, especially with Instagram, like I love Instagram and sometimes I hate it too, because it seems like they're con- like 
something's always changing. <laughs> yes. Well, just try writing a printed book about that. <laughs> I know. I, I can imagine because I was thinking about that as you were saying that, you know, they're, they're always changing. So by the time you print it and publish it, I would not be surprised if Instagram's like, well, you know what? Oh yeah. And, no, that totally <laughs> happens. And it'll be like during the writing process, I'm just crossing my fingers. I'm like, don't change anything. Don't change anything. Right? Don't change anything. I don't want to rewrite that chapter or take all new screenshots. So yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's a big process. Um, but speaking of the Instagram algorithm, I love how you mentioned in one of your latest posts about how the, how everyone wants the chronological algorithm back. And I love how you mentioned that that might not benefit us as business owners as much. Could you recap that thought for my audience and kind of mention sure. why today's yes. algorithm is actually beneficial? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so something came out and I think it was somebody that works for Instagram or does some kind of programming and she found some, um, some code that was um, like a prototype for a change that Instagram might be making. So the change would be, you can toggle between either having the algorithm as it is now, which shows um, it more to people that are interacting with your stuff and um, things like that. And then, or you could go to chronological, which means you just get everybody in order as, as they come. So whoever you're, um, however you're following, it just one by one mm -hmm. comes through. Um, so you know, when they first made the switch to the algorithm as it is now, people were really ticked off. They're like, oh, this is horrible. My stuff's not getting seen. But now, like I know, I wouldn't really want it to go back to chronological because then I'm seeing a bunch of stuff. I mean, I've followed a lot of people and there's probably, I'm sure I need to clean out my list a bit, yeah. but um you know, I follow people that I don't necessarily want to see on my feed all the time. And then there's people, you know, I've got probably 50 people that I really want to see their stuff all the time. So the algorithm as it is now is perfect because I see all their stuff all the time and I really mm -hmm. like interacting with them. So if you are a marketer and you're pretty good at what you do, then the people that you want to see your, your content are going to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's chronological, then you're just fighting with every single person that put out posts that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is my feeling. And I know I echo a lot of other marketers that have kind of said, you know, the algorithm is really good for you. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is, uh, creating good content that your people, your audience wants and engaging back with them. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I like that because I feel like ever since the algorithm changed this drastically, all you hear about people talking about is, you know, taking it back. And sometimes maybe if people's engagement isn't as good, I feel like it's so easy to blame the algorithm. Like, Oh, Instagram hates me. They're not right. showing my posts, but I loved when I read that post on your Instagram feed, I was like, taking like kind of sat back and was like yeah this is so true and if we're not getting as much engagement as we would like to that's probably something that we're doing yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we're doing I mean, something wrong and we have to relook at our content yeah for sure and you know it's instagram has changed so much since you know maybe 4 years ago cuz i used to get hundreds of likes on a post but then they cleared out all the bots and you realize like, oh, you know, a mm -hmm. hundred of those were just some weird bot. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes, yeah, people do get 
disappointed because it's like, oh, I'm only getting, you know, 30 likes on something. But yeah. chances are those are the people that are that are actually really like your stuff versus, yeah, yeah. you know, just a bunch of junk. Yeah. And speaking of the bots, I know that like, I think it was like 2015 or something that was like super popular. And I never looked through the people who are following me. Um, and my friend told me the other day, she's like, you should look through your following and kind of clear out people who you are not, who you don't interact with your content, people who you know are not your ideal target audience, people who are just random. Yeah. Um, and I started to clear out and I noticed I cleared out probably like a thousand people the other day because there were just people like random people from different countries that I know yeah. would not ever buy my services, yeah. like teenagers. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and clearing out because so from what I hear and let me know this is true is that when you post on Instagram, they only show your picture to the first hour to like 10% of people or something like that. And then if it does good, then they show it to the rest of your audience. Is that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard that, but yeah. I've also heard people say that's not true. Okay. So I, I don't know for sure um, what that is, but I do believe that if people are engaging with your, you know, with your content right away, that the algorithm is going to pick up on that and show it more. Um, like, it's funny because I post, I got some new headshots taken. So I, I posted that yesterday mm -hmm. and, um, and it's, it started getting some likes because it's like, anytime you post a picture, I don't know if you've noticed this, but if you picture, post a picture of yourself that oh, yeah. ends yeah. up getting more likes. Yeah. So all these people, I mean, a lot of them are people I know started liking the post and I'm thinking, well, where were you last week? <laughs> you <know? laughs> and, um, so I, yeah, yeah, it will start showing it more once you're getting more people, you know, liking like more traction. it's going to show it more. I don't know about the first hour rule. I've heard it both ways. Okay. So I'm not sure about that, but I do think that, yeah, once they figure out, Oh, this piece of content's kind of juicy and people are going to like it, then they show up more. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Cause I'm curious and I'm going to have to experiment and see of like, if my content does any different, because there was quite a few people that I'm like, okay, it makes sense. They're probably, if they see it, if they don't see it, they're not interacting because it's just, they're not my ideal target audience. So I'm like super curious to see. So I'll keep you updated. Okay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, but what do you forecast for 2020 for, uh, for Instagram for business? Okay. So, um, you know, uh, Mari Smith, do you follow her from mm -hmm. Facebook? She's like, um, Facebook's like one of her the big brand ambassadors. So she talks a lot about Facebook and she touches on Instagram since, you know, they're linked. Mm -hmm. Um, so she said that, uh, the Instagram, Instagram stories are growing at 15 times the rate of the feed. Wow. So I think we're going to see a lot more people contributing to stories and interacting on stories. Um, so I try to put more out there as much as I can. Um, I think people get attracted to it. I know personally I get attracted to stories because I feel like I can be a little bit more loose mm -hmm. and free and I don't have to spend, you know, I might just post some 
picture something that struck me that day or share somebody else's content on there. Whereas on my feed, I'm trying to keep, you know, a certain aesthetic and mm-hmm, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably part of it. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to grow. I think, um, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen with IGTV. It's, yeah, it kind of hasn't had that you know, big spark that they were hoping for. So I think they were hoping that more people will start posting to it. And I know now they do that one minute little, um, clip, you know, Uh the feed that goes, goes towards IGTV IGTV after that. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's going like to happen. Not a lot of that. people are using it. I've definitely noticed like I've post I started I posting IGTVs like last month and I've definitely noticed that they f- I feel like they favor it a lot, but mm-hmm. not a lot of people are using it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm curious. I'm curious to see how that will go cuz it's been out for what a year, two years? Yeah, it's been probably about two at least two years, I think. And I think they thought this was going to be the next best YouTube kind of thing and they could just keep everybody in Instagram, but Mm -hmm. it's just, um, yeah, it's not playing out that way. Yeah. And I, I, I wonder if they like, if they ever came out with, unless if they have it and I haven't used it, like a search feature, you know how on YouTube you can like go in, you search. Oh, well, you can't, I think on the explore page, you you can search search probably through the IGTV area, I would think. (laughs) I'm not sure. Um, I know. I like, I don't utilize it that much, but yeah. yeah. What about, what what strategies do you think entrepreneurs should focus on when selling their stories in 2020? Um, well, uh, like I would say in the feed, more things are trending towards like longer stories and being a little bit more vulnerable and telling a story. Mm, mm-hmm. So I think people really like that, that human touch that, mm-hmm. you know, that thing that says, Oh, Hey, yeah, we both struggle with this or things like that. So I think mm-hmm. um, if you can include more of the human side, instead of just, here's my product and yeah. it's going to make your teeth whiter or whatever, <laughs> you know um, I think that is definitely something um, people are probably going to have to invest a little bit more in paid, paid advertising, Mm. um, to get it out there. It's unfortunately it's becoming more like Facebook in that, you know, there's more ads out there. Um, and one thing, you know, a lot of people don't have the 10,000 followers you need to get the swipe up on, uh, stories. So, um, one thing that people can do is pay for a small ad to get that swipe up or learn more. Um, and you can do that through uh, Facebook ads manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that people can, can start doing more of to help with that. Um, that's a good idea. Else. Like if you have something that you're really promoting, just pay that small yeah. ad and then do the swipe up. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what, um, I have one of my big clients is, um, a medical group and mm-hmm. they don't have the 10,000, um, followers yet. And so they're like, okay, how can we get the swipe up? And yeah. I said, well, we can just pay for a small ad. Um, yeah. And do it that way. So, so that is one, one option for people if they mm-hmm. want to do, um, if they want to get that swipe up in there, um, you know, engage that's, that's the biggest thing I would really say is getting out there and not liking, cause I don't pay a ton of attention. Like I might look at 
my overall number of likes. Mm -hmm. But if someone just likes my post, I'm not necessarily going to go check out their profile. Yeah. But if they leave me a comment um, and ask me a question or, you know, just leave some really nice feedback, then I'll probably go back to their profile and just check it out and, and mm -hmm. like it if I think it's, you know, if we have got a good, um, they've got something good that I'm going to want to see more of. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I would say definitely engage as much as possible, leaving thought, thoughtful comments, not just nice or great pick or, <laughs> you know, just the stuff that you know is just, you know, Body. <laughs> cut and paste. Yeah. Um, I love how you mentioned on your website that you're always staying on top of social media trends to ensure that your clients are getting the latest technology so they know all of the options available for them to showcase their business online. And I think that is so important for entrepreneurs, whether we're in marketing or just really selling anything um, to kind of stay on top of what is trending. So I wanted to ask you, what are some ways that you recommend to stay on top of social media trends? Okay. So I, um, I read a lot of online articles. Mm -hmm. So like social media examiner mm. is a really good one. Um, I like them because they touch on multiple different social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so that one's a really good, if you just want an overall view, um, I follow a lot of people on LinkedIn. I follow, I'm, like either friends with or follow, um, several social media strategists on okay. Facebook and, and LinkedIn and Instagram. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm online yeah. a lot <laughs> <laughs> and I go down rabbit holes a lot. I will tell you, so I'll see something and then I'll, you know, read it and then something else might be linked. So, um, so yeah, most of it is, is that, and then I do pay, if there's something I really want to learn more about, I might pay to do a small course. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I've done a Facebook advertising course through Andrea Vall. And, um, so yeah, I would say if there's, if there's something that you want to bring as an offering and you don't feel like you're, you're really like all in, um, a lot of the courses to just get that deep down level and just go through the whole course, not, um, flake out halfway which <laughs> is something that I have done before. I've heard um, it's very yeah. common. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But if you can, um, yeah, try and make it all the way through the course. Um, but yeah, that's how I usually stay on top of things. I'm looking for a really good conference to go to. Um, I didn't go to social media marketing world this year because I've been three times. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of just looking for something, you know, different and new, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, those are the ways yeah. I usually keep up. Yeah. I love that. Courses and conferences. I love conferences, especially because you get to meet just people in your industry yeah. and because yeah. we're, we're online so much that it's so easy to just, you know, even right now we're online, I know. <laughs> but I meeting know. everyone in person is, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what is next for you in 2020? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> um, so we're writing the revised version of Instagram for business for dummies. So that's going to keep me somewhat busy. Mm -hmm. Um, and then mostly I'm trying to, to do more things like this, like get out and talk to more people. Yeah. Um, and I've been adding some more clients. So I, like, I, I think I mentioned before, I have a couple bigger clients that are more corporate, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to reach out and do some, 
smaller business offerings because it's just it's a different vibe and you you get to be a little bit more creative because they don't have strict brand guidelines and mm-hmm, things like mm-hmm. that so it flexes kind of a different muscle <laughs> yeah yeah I can so, really in our company too we have that corporate and then that private client too so I can totally relate to that yeah yeah and then um just to get out of the office a little bit more I'd like to start offering some in-person just locally um you know, like Instagram tutorials, like tomorrow mm-hmm. I'm doing one um, with a lady. And so she's just, you know, she doesn't want me to take over her whole content marketing, but she needs tips. And so we're going to sit together for 90 minutes and do a one-on-one. And um, so those are fun for me. I like, nice. I like teaching people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's about it. I think. That's awesome. <laughs> and I love how you're like, I need to get out of the office. Cause I was thinking that to myself like a couple a month ago and I was just like, I so easily just like sit down and into my computer work oh, all yeah. the time. And I'm like, I need to get out more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I get sucked in and then I, yeah, it's like noon and I'm still in my pajamas. I'm like, Oh, I, yeah, I need to <laughs> Right. <laughs> get myself together. <laughs> Luckily, I have to go pick up my kids from school because sometimes that is my motivator to like <laughs> get myself somewhat presentable. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's so easy to get up, have your cup of coffee, just start rolling. And then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, one thing leads to another. You're like, oh my gosh, it's already one o'clock. Yes. Yeah. I can totally relate. <laughs> yeah. So, last question Where can people find you online? Okay. Well, um, you can find me, my website is themarketingspecialist.com. And I'm also on Facebook as facebook.com slash themarketingspecialist. And then on Instagram, I'm at Corey C. Walker. And you can find me um, on LinkedIn as Corey C. Walker. So those are probably the best spots. The main ones. Cool. We'll definitely be sure to include those in the podcast show notes, but thanks so much for joining with me. I love talking about Instagram and Instagram. Typically our Instagram episodes always do the best. So I know our audience loves it too. Good. Good. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.